What's up? This is NS Scanner from your Boston Celtics and I just want to say what's up to my boy Gally over at B-Town Action. I hope you guys are doing well. See you at one of my games. What up? This is Dwight Howard. You're listening to my boy Chris Gally here on Bookie Nights Podcast. What's up guys? Brian Scalabrini, a.k.a. Scal, and I want to give a huge shout out to my boy Gally and the rest of the crew over at Bookie Nights, alright? For the White Mamba, I'm out of here. See ya. Let's go, B-Town action. Hello, everyone. This is Bruce Buffer, and you're hanging out with my friend, Chris Galley. And now, it's time! And welcome back to another episode of Wix Picks, Galley Gambles, and Craig here. And we're going to give you some bets for week two of the postseason in the NFL. Week one didn't go so well for us. Craig went 0-6 with his game plays, 0-1 for his bankroll bet for a collective minus 8.3 units. I didn't do much better. I went 2-3-1 on the game plays and 1-0 on the bankroll bet. For, you know, it wasn't a profit, but it was still minus, you know, a quarter of a unit. So therefore, since none of us profited, none of us are taking home any money from the pot. It's going to run over to this week, and uh, whoever does well this week and profits this week is going to get the money. We also gave you a parlay last week. Didn't fare too well. Jared Goff didn't start the game for, for the Rams, and had he started, I'm pretty sure we would have we um, been able to at least hedge. We had Tampa Bay minus a half a point. We had the over 7.5 in the Seattle Rams game. And we also had Buffalo minus a half a point in the first quarter. Steelers, of course, was our fourth one, and that just didn't work out whatsoever. Steelers really fucked us. Craig, what do you think about the Steelers? I mean, we've been saying it all year. They're, they're the worst undefeated team. And I've also been saying it for weeks now. Baker has been a better quarterback ever since OBJ is out with an injury. He's just playing better. The team looks better overall. I, I just feel like it's better for the locker room overall. And going into this week against the Chiefs, I mean, they might give the Chiefs a run for the money. I don't know about all that. We'll, we'll get into that on the third game of the show. But let's start off with the first game. We have L.A. visiting the Green Bay Packers, who had a nice week off. This line opened up at Green Bay minus 7, total at 46 and a half. Right now, I have it at minus six and a half for Green Bay, and the total's at 45 and a half. Not sure why there's a little shift, but I'm okay with the shift. I'm okay with the shift in lines because it, it, it you know, I like Green Bay minus six and a half, and now I don't have to buy the half a point. What do you like on this one? We're leading off with uh, one of my Super Bowl prediction teams, Green Bay Packers. I'm really high on them in the playoffs, Aaron Rodgers, and Devontae Adams have never looked better. The team overall has been gelling really nice. Uh, the Rams, on the other hand, they they have one of the best defenses in the league. I know Aaron Darnold, he, he hasn't been practicing much this week, uh, could be resting an injury. It's that time of year where you have players uh, resting injuries, not practicing. I mean, they, they practice all throughout the regular season, you know, what, what's – What's the big deal if they take a day or two off in the playoffs? But who knows? It could be something more serious. It's definitely something to keep an eye on. You really don't know the stats. Jared Goff, too. Broken thumb. He 
had some type of surgery on it. So, I mean, who knows? Uh, your your boy uh, Tom Brady over there. I remember he played a Super Bowl with a uh, a broken thumb a couple years back. He, he heard that going into the Super Bowl, so could affect people differently. Overall, though, I, I really think Green Bay is going to win this game. In my prediction for the game, minus six and a half uh, in favor of Green Bay. Yeah, it looks like we're definitely both going Green Bay minus six and a half. As you stated, Aaron Aaron Donald is uh, you know wasn't practicing much. Cooper Cup didn't practice whatsoever, and you're not sure which Jared Goff you're gonna get. Although he looked pretty decent last week. Obviously, they got the they got the W. Goff, of course, coming in for the injured Wolford, who started the game. He got he got he got fucked up. He got he got really fucked up. Obviously, he left he left the game. He left the field. Went to the hospital. And everything with a neck injury. And again, Goff comes in, saves the day, and wins the game. But Goff has, you know, Goff historically is terrible in cold weather games. And I don't think you get much colder than Green Bay. So that's that's another reason why I'm going with uh, the pack minus six and a half. Also, in the last six meetings with the Rams and the pack is the Rams are 0-6 ATS. So it's a no-brainer for me. We're both going to agree on this one. Green Bay minus six and a half. All right, and last game for Saturday. Saturday night we have Buffalo hosting Baltimore. Line right now minus two and a half in favor of Buffalo. Total set at 50 even. I know where I'm going with this one. Craig, who do you like here? Chris, going into this weekend's game against the Bills and the Ravens, Buffalo's 11-3 and in home playoff games in team history. I feel like that's... Pretty good odds for them right off the bat. And they're going to have Bills Mafia on their side again. Buffalo's defense looked pretty solid versus Indy. Should have been a fumble there at the end of the game. Colts caught a break. Couldn't capitalize. Overall, I just think Buffalo Buffalo is a better team going into this weekend. I'm still not 100% sold on Lamar Jackson. Still, man, has to prove me wrong. And I just think... Even though they have that really good run game between Lamar Jackson, Gus Edwards, and Dobbins, I just think Buffalo is going to find a way to stop that. I, I just think Josh Allen's built different, man. University of Wisconsin, he's used to playing in the cold. Buffalo, it's cold right now. I, I think he's he's going to flourish this weekend against the Ravens, and him and Diggs are just going to keep popping off, and they're going to have a great game. And shout out to that guy, Cole Beasley, man. He's tough as nails, as uh, Josh Allen said. I can't believe he played last week. He was hobbling around on and off the field coming in from the sideline, and I I just don't know how he did it. Uh, I don't know if you saw the same thing I did, but that man's definitely dealing with some injuries. Definitely a hockey guy. Chris, overall, uh, I'm going with the Bills' money line, minus 145. All right, you like the Bills, and that's fine, but we're going to disagree on this one. I actually really like Baltimore. I took them last week, and I'm taking them again this week. The Ravens are 7-1 ATS in their last eight games as a road dog. They're 8-2 ATS in the last 10 overall, and I just think that the Ravens are getting hot at just the right moment, and I think it's, I think it's going to make for one hell of, a, of an AFC championship game with them in KC. So I'm 1,000% I'm going with Baltimore on this one. I just think overall, Chris, that this game here is probably going to be one of the best games of the weekend to watch. Definitely one of the most fun games to watch with Josh Allen versus Lamar. And then you also have the, like I said before, the Ravens run game, uh, Stephon Diggs connection with Allen. Buffalo's defense has been playing well. Ravens defense has been playing well. It's just going to be a gritty game overall. 
Couldn't agree more, but I really think that it's going to be the Ravens facing off against the Chiefs to uh, see who goes to the Super Bowl. And that leads us to our first game on Sunday. We have Kansas City hosting the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland never should have fucking won last week, but whatever. I'm over it. KC minus 10. Total set at 56. That's the way it opened. Only difference now is that the total went up one point. Who do you like here? I don't like anyone in this fucking snooze fest. Chris, I couldn't agree with you more that it's going to be a snooze fest this weekend. Andy Reid 7-0 in his career uh, as a head coach versus the Cleveland Browns. That's a great stat throw out there before we even start breaking down this game. I mean, where do we even start? Patrick Mahomes, I feel like he's just going to carve up the Cleveland Browns defense like he's a butcher. And uh, Tyreek Hill, I see him getting at least two to three touchdowns. I just feel like it, it should have been the Steelers, but Steelers didn't show up play last week. So, I mean, they're hitting the golf course somewhere. I'm not going to pick a side in this game, though, Chris. I'm going to take the under 57. Under 57 is a great bet, dude. I'm going with the same exact thing. I'm going under 57 because as much as I really do believe that Kansas City is going to blow them out, um, I just think that Cleveland blew their load last last Sunday against the uh, against the Steelers, and you know Mahomes hasn't played in like a month, so it, it might take a little while to get back into the rhythm of shit. So I think when the total moved up to 57, I think that was a perfect time to take the under 57. And not to mention, uh, in the last 10, Kansas City's 3-7 and seven ATS in their last 10. So I think, I think the under is definitely the safe bet here. A lot of love coming Cleveland's way, though. 62% of the money is actually on Cleveland, plus 10. That's, that's very, very interesting. And it could be because, like I said, in the last 10 games, Kansas City is 3-7 and seven ATS. But I think this is going to be a nice buffer game for, for Patrick Mahomes, a nice way to you know get back into the swing of things. And like I said, it's going to make a huge, it's going to make for a huge game against uh, Baltimore for the AFC Championship. Either way, we both agree under 57 is definitely the play here. All right, and last and final game of the weekend, we have the Battle of the Old Guys. I don't know if you guys have seen that uh, that meme that. Uh, that Brady posted on his Twitter or whatever. That shit was hilarious. The History Channel shit. I don't know. You have Brady looking like a salt and pepper goddess. And then you have Drew Brees <laughs> looking like the kid you used to pick on in school with the fucking, with the bald head and glasses and fucking, it was just a fucking mess. But I don't know. Maybe Brady's scared because out of the eight matches, Brees is kind of giving it to him. Brees is five and three all time against Brady. This, uh, this rivalry dates back to 1999 when they first met up in college. Obviously, Brady was in Michigan and Breeze was at Purdue. Brady got the best of Breeze that day. Then after that, Brady, Brady lost three straight to Breeze, including two straight when Breeze was with the Chargers and his first game with the Saints. And after that, Brady took two straight. And then obviously, these past two games, Breeze fucking you know, handed him his lunch. With that being said, the line for this game is minus three in favor of the New Orleans Saints. Total set at 52. Who do you like here, Craig? Going back to the regular season, these two teams played twice, and I actually tuned into both those games. And I got to tell you, the Saints just looked like the better team overall. To be honest, though, Tampa 
has been firing on all cylinders. I said it last week, and I'll say it again. Tom Brady looks like he's in midseason form, the way he's been connecting with his receivers, and I feel like he has really good chemistry going. And I just think overall the Saints' luck is going to run out against Tom Brady eventually. With that being said, I'm actually going to go with the plus 145 on this game, Chris, in favor of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All right, first and foremost, I find it fucking hysterical that you're going with the the Bucs all of a sudden. Not too long ago, you told me that you really like the Saints, and I said, aha, save it, save it, that's fine. But yeah, I'm also going with Tampa Bay plus 145 on this one. November 8th is definitely still very, very much fresh in Tom Brady's mind. He lost 38-3 to at home, had the worst game, not only as a Buccaneer, but as Tom Brady in his entire fucking career. So once again, that's very much fresh in his mind, and uh, I see Tampa Bay absolutely rolling this game. They met up twice this year. The Saints outscored them 72-26. to and on top of that, like I said, Breeze leads the uh, head-to-head matchups 5-3. to three. I think uh, I think Brady's going to be alpha blood on this one. I think plus three at even money is pretty much a guaranteed lock. But if, if, you, if you like more money than that, take Tampa Bay on the money line at plus 145. Chris, just for clarification here, the reason why I did end up changing my, uh, my pick was because thinking back to the last time Tom Brady played – in New Orleans, it was at the beginning of the season. Pretty sure it was week one, possibly. He got absolutely destroyed. He threw, like, three picks. Looked like crap. I just don't think that happens to a veteran quarterback twice. He's going to go back and look at tape. And he's going to be like, listen, this is where I went wrong when I played them early in the season in New Orleans. And this is where I went wrong when I played them at home. I'm going to correct that. Team is gelling more. I feel more confident. Overall, I just think they're the better team going into this week. And also, too, you got to also think about it this way. Drew Brees wasn't really dealing with injuries the last time that they played. We said this last week. Broken ribs don't just heal, completely heal within three to four weeks. That takes time. He's probably dealing with some – all players this time of year are dealing with a lot of pain. You can only take so much pounding every single week to your body until you break, you know? And Drew Brees is probably getting to that point where he doesn't know if he could make it to the next week, dude, and still endure that pain, you know? So, I mean, I just think Drew Brees' luck is going to run out this week. Yeah, dude, like you said, you, you don't just get over rib injuries. Like, no, you don't. And I don't think he looked spectacular against the Bears, dude. The Bears suck. Like, the Bears shouldn't even have been there in the first place. So, I mean, I'm not saying they obviously didn't struggle with the Bears, but, you know, they didn't blow them out 38 to fucking three uh, like they did to Tampa when when Breeze was healthy. Also, I speaking of that Bears game, I do have to say, Nickelodeon did an amazing job with that broadcast. I mean... Mitch Trubisky won the MVP, the Nickelodeon Valuable Player. So, I mean, at least the Bears won something this year. 
How funny um, is that? But, I mean, who who doesn't love seeing SpongeBob in between the uprights when some guy's trying to kick a field goal? It's just like, why why couldn't they make that live, you know? Why couldn't the kicker actually see that? that that'd make it a little bit more interesting. But uh, going forward, I think uh, Nickelodeon should uh, maybe put a bid in to either host a Super Bowl on Nickelodeon. That'd be kind of interesting. Uh, I would love to see the slime zone instead of the red zone. Uh that'd be pretty amazing if they could uh, put a bucket there. So whenever someone scores a touchdown, they get slimed, you know? Yeah. I personally don't think they, that it will ever happen again. Uh, I, I really don't. It wasn't, it wasn't God awful, but I, I actually thought it was only on Nickelodeon. So I'm sitting there, I'm watching it and then come to find out it's actually on like channel four as well. And I was like, what the hell dude? And, and, I thought it was funny. I mean, they did make it for, like, kids. They were like, okay, cool. Like, this is what Offsides is. And they had young Sheldon explaining it. But, uh, <laughs> and then, oh, this is what, uh, you know, this is what Offsides is, you know. But, no, I mean, it was cool. But what about uh, Patterson dropping an F-bomb? And then it's like, the ref was like, what are you doing, dude? This is Nickelodeon. Like, we can't, we can't be dropping F-bombs here. And then the, I thought it was so funny when Patterson throws out a, a tweet the next day. He goes, man, that wasn't me. I thought it was great, but <laughs> that 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 was that was pretty amazing. I do have to say, and overall, probably the best meme I saw was it reminded me so much of this show. It was Billy Madison. It, it was from the movie Billy Madison. He was sitting on the rug in like first grade, waiting for the teacher to like read a book, and it said me rolling up to Nickelodeon to uh, watch my bet. It was a bunch of kids sitting around Billy Madison. Maybe we should use that as the uh, the picture. For, for this week's episode. That, that would be amazing. Um, also, too, I, I do have to say, if Nickelodeon did decide to do this again, be kind of cool if they uh, maybe brought back some of the old game show hosts to announce the game. Like, maybe, like, or, either Mark Summers from uh, Double Dare, the Legends of the Hidden Temple guy, or uh, the guy from, uh, remember the show Guts? Yeah, Guts, and then it was, like, Pete and Pete. Danny, uh, Danny T., Triviani. No. <laughs> the host from Guts was uh, Mike O'Malley. He did uh, the commercials with ESPN, The Rick. He would be amazing if they brought him back to uh, host one of these games. with Him with Mark Summers. I'd, I'd watch that. I'd watch it for like Keenan and Kel were on it. That'd be dope. Oh, my God. Like someone dude, from like my is real right now. Yeah, someone from like my era. What, what about the host from Figure It Out, too? She could be the, the sideline oh, reporter. Oh, yeah, she was dope, dude. Yeah, it. she she was a great host. Both of us are taking Tampa on the last game of the week. And that brings us to the part of the show where we give you our bankroll bets. And, of course, the bankroll bets are our best bets of the entire week. Greg, what is your bankroll bet for this weekend? I'm going to take the under 57 in the Chiefs game, minus 110. I actually love that bet. I took it myself. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm very much on board with that. My bankroll bet for this week is going to be Green Bay minus a half a point in the first quarter at minus 120. And guys, if you parlay those together, you're looking at a plus 255 parlay. And just to do a quick recap, Craig's picks for this weekend, uh, Green Bay minus 6.5, Bills minus 145, under 57 in the Chiefs-Browns game, Tampa Bay plus 145. Uh, We agree on... Everything except for the the uh, the Baltimore game. I think Baltimore is going to win. You think the Bills are going to win? Other than that, we have the exact same bets for the week. 
And then when it comes to our bankroll bets, I have Green Bay minus a half a point in the first quarter at minus 120. You have the under 57 in the Chiefs game. You're going, you, you know, you're doubling up on that. Not a bad thing at all. And uh, we'll see who's profitable. I think it's all, obviously it's going to come down to that, uh, it's going to come down to that Baltimore game and it's going to come down to the Green Bay game in the first quarter. Craig, good luck to you. May the better man win. I want to thank everyone for listening this week, and then uh, we'll see you again next week here on Wix Picks. Wix Picks.